Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just as well. And joining us, uh, it's been a while, is a good friend, Kane. Hey, Kane, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great, dude. It's good to be here. You know, it's one week out till Zelda. Uh, and we decided, why not fill the gap with bringing you on? Let's talk about whatever the hell we're talking about this week. I have no clue. I still don't know. You tried explaining it to me like five times at this point. Kyle and Hunter understand. And that's so what it matters, It's been really. like an hour of trying to explain the topic to Ethan. It just isn't going, it's not going it's, into my head. It's not clicking He's with like, him. He's like, I hear the words you're saying, but they're not making sense in the <laughs> order that you're saying. It's not like, it's just in not denial. Like, it'll, it'll make sense. How dare you suggest that I'm in denial? That is not true in the slightest. It's just the, the way you're wording it, I'm just like, does not compute. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't get it. It's fine. <laughs> I, I just have to guide that. the conversation. I don't need to engage in it. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> we can get to that. It's fine. It's all, all right. Good. So. Uh, but yeah, hang on. Let me do my spiel first. We'll do a spiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then afterwards, we'll talk about what the hell we're doing this week. Uh, modern retro gaming. You've got a lot to look forward to. Anyway, spiel time. Uh, this is HO Podcast. You can catch us every Monday on podcast services at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only. Uh, we've got a review up right now for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed. I did that. It's up right now. You can go check that out if you haven't done already. It's on hotgamesonly.com and at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only. Uh, Hunter has got a Jedi Survivor review coming out this week. It'll probably be up in the next couple of days, is what I'm assuming, Hunter. Yeah, I'll be, it'll be ready to go before this goes up, probably. Okay, it'll be up on Tuesday then. YouTube.com Woo! forward slash <laughs> Tuesday review day. Tuesday review day. Lock it in, everybody. Uh, and then we're well, all we caught up. that the weekends don't work. Weekends don't, don't work. for reviews. No, yeah. but uh, Tuesdays work, Thursdays work. They'll be fine. Um... So yeah, that'll be up on Tuesday, uh, then we're all clear in terms of reviews for up until Zelda coming out, so give us a bit of leeway on that one. That's all I'll say, that game's going to be 100 hours long, and trust us, we do not have a review copy, so it's going to take a while, so just bear with. Yeah. Thank you. We'd probably um, get be able to get one before Kotaku, though. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone can get one before Kotaku at this point, dude. I think I think Gary Bowser, who got sued or whatever his name was, he'd get a copy before <laughs> Kotaku would. Because they'd be like, well, at least he's paying. There you go. Good job. <laughs> at least done. he's paying, and at least his opinion probably wouldn't be stupid. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Um, that Kotaku situation is just, it always makes me laugh. Which is a shame. Because <laughs> so people always trash on Kotaku. They've had some great people who have worked at Kotaku. They just don't work there very often anymore. That's the problem. There were, there were, there yeah. were some great people. They've just kind of fallen from grace in the last like five years. It's fine. Anyway, so all that's sorted. Uh, first impressions will be up next week. Bloody blah, blah. Zelda, Zelda time. Everybody get hyped. Subscribe. Please subscribe. Subscribe so the Zelda video does well. Thank you. Um, the Nintendo Switch finally has games. The Nintendo Switch does have games. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Zelda, next week. Be there. Or be square, I guess. I don't know. That sounds lame. Anyway, moving on. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying shit. <laughs> Kane, what are we doing this week? Alright, so what... My thought for the topic was, like, modern retro game. Which is, you know, first off, you gotta define that. Because typically when you say retro gaming, everyone's like, NES, N64, you can have PS1. At some point, someone realized that in 64, people were all like 35. Like, okay, this is old. Um, <laughs> but 
when you talk about like PS2 to you know, that 2000 to 2010 era, which was uh, kind of like your PS2, your Xbox, or yeah, your GameCube, um, it's it's definitely like you know getting retro, very retro at this point. But it's not as old as like the old people with the the NES from like the the 70s or 80s, whenever that came out. <clears throat> so that's why second hand market like it's it retro. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. That, like, the prices are starting to get out of hand. Um, so, kind of the the Your topic was A three. Okay. Uh, so like <laughs> the accessibility ports, remakes, stuff like that, and just kind of things that are too expensive to play. Um, traditionally on the original hardware, like there are other alternatives, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Does that make sense? At least kind of. I think the idea is, is obviously you. back in the day. Let me. I'll, I'll break it into simple terms, right, guys? Come on, everybody. It's simple even time. Uh, back in the day, it was very easy to point and laugh when things got old. It was very simple. People used to go console ten years old. You old now, old people. We have the SNES. Fuck you, NES. Old. <laughs> That's what people used to do. Nowadays, where we've had more like 40 to 50 years of gaming history instead of 10 to 20. It's a lot harder to specify what we're going to classify as old. Cause there'll be people like me who grew up on the PlayStation two and go, I don't feel old yet. There'll be people who are, you know, hitting the nay nay in Fortnite who are like, what's a Sly Cooper. Right. So it's like, there's this li- there's this hard line to kind of establish where, where's retro anymore. No one knows where retro is because people, Somehow thing Metroid that, Prime Four. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. Allegedly, probably. People don't. People don't like considering the NES re- like NES retro and the PlayStation Two as retro because they kind of think that there's a middle ground basically where it's like people think retro as pixels and not necessarily as like a period of time. So we're trying to cut a line where we cut in where the old is and where the more recent is basically that's what we're gonna do we're gonna yeah. discuss that and so and... like the ps2 was 2000 to 2012 mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of a good segment <clears throat> of the time to, to i think because i i do agree with people who say that you can't do 10 years anymore and i agree with that because i feel like especially since the ps3 and the ps2 in a sense console generations from 2000 onwards have been ex- exponentially longer than those of the 90s and 80s. You used to have a console yeah. for about four or five years. It's gone up to seven to eight years now. Like, look at the Switch. It was 2017. We'll probably get a new one in potentially 2024. Who knows if that's true <laughs> or not? But, you know, so you're getting seven-year console generations, whereas usually seven years, you would have already have had an entire console generation and into the next one, maybe close to halfway it's kind of hard to blur the lines anymore. So it's like, to me, if you look at 10 years, I'm not looking at The Last of Us and going, you're a retro game. Probably because they re-release it every fucking year. But I'm not sitting yeah. there going, The Last of Us is old. Show. In the same way as if we were in 2013, I would be more inclined to suggest that early 2003 games were older than that. It's like, time isn't linear anymore when it comes to video games, in a way. There's a curve to it. Um so I don't know. I would like Kyle. Where are you thinking? Where, what, what are you thinking about this line? Where we draw? Where do you think it lands? Oh, I have no clue, dude. Um, 
I only <laughs> just learned, like, before we started recording, that the PS4 came out in 2013. So That blew Kyle's did. mind. But it the did. best part is, here's the best part of that. The PS4 was released in 2013. The PS2, guess when they stopped production on the PS2? 2015. No, it was halfway to, through 2012, yeah. So there was one year between the two that uh, the PS2 being done production and the PS4 being released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Crazy. But I think my view, my I think my view on stuff like that is kind of skewed because I didn't have my PS4 until 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to me, that's when the PS4 generation started. I think it also doesn't help is the way that gen- generations work now is it's like the first couple of years don't count in my opinion, where it's like yeah. First couple of years yeah. of PS2, you had kind of genre-defining and generation-defining experiences, right? In the first couple of years, you get this big change from your Crash Bandicoots to your Ratchet and Clangs, where you can see that jump. You're like, whoa, this is like, there's actual planets. This doesn't just look like a couple of polygons and a load of crates. There are now bigger <laughs> crates with better polygons. Wow, what a, what a, what an incredible journey. The fruit's made of metal now. Yeah, that damn bolts. Look at those bolts, dude. Nax quaking with those bolt physics. Damn. You know, there's a load of, like, there feels like a bigger leap, and it happened more, like, it happened quicker. Whereas it's like, when you look at the PS4 generation, I always will say that the first gener like, the first actual generational game of that console generation was, you could maybe say infamous, I still think that's in the leeway point, is Batman Arkham Knight. That, to me, was when I was like, this is when next gen is, because it looks pretty and a lot different than the last one. And it's like, this time round, you're looking at games like Final Fantasy 16, where you're like, okay, now I see, that's where we're going to, that's the start. And the Two first and couple of years, years don't years count. Into the cycle. Yeah. yeah, the first years don't count, whereas back in the day, Mario 64 was a launched game, and you were like, okay, I can see a difference between the SNES and the N64. <laughs> we are going places, you know? So I think it's a lot harder. Hunter, what, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, it's been covered. Like, uh, the PS2 definitely starting to feel, like, retro now as it goes. I could see, I could even see the argument for early PS3 things being you know pretty old because game design in general in that era is very poorly aged but um uh yeah i would i would still struggle to say that things like in the later part of the ps3 generation are old like like you mentioned with the last of us i would hardly consider that retro now but you know i think another interesting thing to consider which i've just thought of off the top of my head right was when you look at older generations of games, the SNES, the Genesis, you know, the N64, the PS1, all of that jazz, the consoles, yeah, there was one that was underpowered, but they were kind of similar. With the PS3 era, you had the Wii, which was so much more underpowered compared to, say, the PS3 and Xbox 360. So there are games that are that came out later in the Wii's life cycle that are younger than some of the older ps3 generation games but i consider them more retro just because of the hardware that they were on and it's like that kind of brain kind of capacity where i'm like that game looks older because it's on weaker hardware so it's like you know it's like the old xenoblade xenoblade chronicles one for the wii 
yeah. br- lovely game looks like garbage. So if you were to say to me, which it's one, if you had, if you put, put a gun to my head and go, Ethan, which one's retro, the original Uncharted or Xenoblade Chronicles Wii? And I'll be like, pass that Xenoblade Chronicles Wii copy here. I'll yeet it into the retro pile because that's how I'm feeling, <laughs> right? It's like, it's hard to draw that line with years when the consoles have such different hardware, right? It, it's like, yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy. So I don't know. Kane, where do you want to start? We've, we've given a lot of details here, right? We've, we've discussed it. So where do you want to take this conversation? Because you're the guest. I, I, I would say doing. bare minimum, like, you got to cut the line starting at 2000. And the, the question, I don't think anyone's really... Oh, I think, we're all, agree- that. I think we're all in agreement yeah. that we can where, chuck PS2 and Xbox into yeah. Retroland and GameCube. I feel like... Where we, we call it. the end of it, I don't think is as important. Because there's a lot of, like, stuff in that middle that's, like, worth talking about in terms of, like, Games that are hardware locked compared to things that got ported and remaked and remastered and are available through alternative online stores to that makes like, you know, trying to figure out the right version of a game sometimes can be difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of... 100%. Because it's the, still weird where you have that nostalgia for some reason. Nintendo, for spe- especially, loves to pander to that NES and SNES nostalgia. We're getting to the place where you get Nintendo Switch Online, GameCube, and N64. Sorry, not GameCube. N- uh, N64 and GBA was what I was trying to say. You know, you're getting to that point where they're going a bit newer, but it's also still N64. They've always, like, I feel like ever since the GameCube, they've been riding the nostalgia train of the N64 choo choo straight ahead, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember when they re-released Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask onto the GameCube? Oh, 100%. I think that had the other ones with it, too. My GameCube came with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask as the Master Quest. No, 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 not the Master Quest one. Oh, was it not? It was was the the whole reason it it was on the GameCube. Well, don't you worry. This is the if you're new here and you've never been on an episode here <laughs> with Kane. Kane has a shelf of wonderful goodies. Uh, my favorite moment is when he had Tokimeki Memorial and just fucking ran and grabbed that when I ran. Yeah, so Master Quest was a separate release. This is the Legend of Zelda collection. Oh yeah, that ah, came the with the does. yeah the promo one that came with the original Zelda Zelda Two Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and a Wind Waker demo. Yeah, right. forgot about that. But you know, so anyway, what would I say? Yes, NES, SNES, N64, right? Nintendo's done a good job of wherever you go, you can buy those games, you can keep playing them. I think it's weird where you are in this kind of position now where you've got these quote-unquote retro, modern retro games where some of them very much are based on publisher-publisher. They're brought back, you know, you can play... Final Fantasy now, you can play everything everywhere, basically, if it's unless it's the MMO, right? They're like, everyone loves, yeah. some certain publishers love chucking everything out whenever they can. But then you just have a load of stuff from the PS2 generation, especially. And PS1 in a slight way, where just nothing ever gets moved. So you just got a load of landlocked games, which almost feel more retro because they are inaccessible. You can play most Mario and Zelda games anywhere now, really, other than like a couple of the handheld ones. They're very easy to find. But, you know, try fucking try playing Sly Cooper and you're like, well, you've got your PS2 or your PS3. <laughs> Have fun, you know? They're both <laughs> consoles that one's really old and might be starting to fail. The PS3 is less old, but will probably still be a lot more likely to fail. You know, it's not the yeah. most accessible game on the planet. The PS3 is more likely to fail. Oh, 100%. I've gone through three <laughs> PS3s in my life. They're not the best. Shuck them in the oven. That'll fix it. 
I'm sh- but I don't believe Set you. it on 225 <laughs> for two hours. That's like when speed to go. say, put it in the freezer. Until it's golden it. brown. Yeah. <laughs> Unironically, it causes oh. the solder to remelt, and then it's good oh. for a few more hours. My god. But then there's also <laughs> It the only works for a few hours? I don't actually know. I don't own a PS3. It works until you overheat it again. So it also, uh, like, you can throw it in a mini fridge and that'll keep it from... Yeah. Definitely. Cool anyway. back together. <laughs> What were you saying, Kyle? I was just saying, then there's also, in addition to even getting the console, there's the barrier of entry to getting the game itself, which is a wild, can be a wild swing in prices, depending on what you're looking for. Yeah, the prices are... I think accessibility is a big one in what determines really what kind of is a retro, like a quote-unquote retro game, is how easy is it able to get your hands on it. I think the PS4 generation is going to, I think generations going on, to be honest, are going to feel less retro because I feel like Sony and Microsoft, especially Microsoft, have understood what it means to have a back catalogue and to keep your library going forward, how that keeps people in your ecosystem. So I feel like, you know... PlayStation 5 generation, say that ends in 2027, 2028, like everyone expects it to, right? You're still going to be able to play 2013 PS4 games in 2028 on your PlayStation 5. They're not going to feel as retro because you can still easily, you can easily access that as you can Call of Duty 2027, you know? It'll be fun. You can go and play Call of Duty 2013 and realize that in 14 years, there has been no fucking difference. It'll be great. There will be no (laughs) retro games. It's like, <laughs> it's going to be... There will be no retro games because the progress stopped. It's halted. Well, also, I think that's a gotta... great point, Hunter, though. It is a genuine yeah. point that games have halted in terms of development when it's come to the past couple of years. Games have just gotten bigger. You know, The Last yeah. of Us is still that, that linchpin of modern storytelling video game design in a lot of ways. I wish it fucking wasn't at times, but it is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, another kind of concern for like your modern games, if you want to go back and play them, is if they don't have that forward support, right? Your day one patches, a lot of that stuff that modern development includes, if you aren't, if that's not available, then the game's just not going to be playable anymore, even if you have the physical. Yeah, yeah. or it's... if it's something that hinges on online play, mm-hmm. then you're screwed. Day, online play is day definitely one patches. Because you've been seeing it, man. You've seen online play die. And day one patches don't get, like... Yeah. Luckily, there's a great... I There's kind of this kind of... I don't know. This kind of fake mindset when it comes to day one patches. Because I know a lot of people do think that it's like, modern games, stick the... It's a frisbee, dude. There's nothing on it. There is, like... There's, like, a website. I don't know what it's what the website is, but it's a really great website that you can look up games where it's, like... Especially on PlayStation. Xbox, you kind of shit out of luck for most xbox stuff because if it's a x if it's a play anywhere game you know like the the smart delivery that's what they call it most of the time it just has the xbox one game and not the series x and s one so you'll kind of be fucking screwed on those but in terms of like playstation 5 and 4 if you go to this website it'll tell you how many which games can be at least played off of a disc the full games on the disc and it is still like 70 80 percent you still do have a it's a it's a lot more than people think so it's like there will be a lot of games that you'll still be able to play, but there will be, like you say, those 20 to 30% that will just be unplayable. I mean, Jedi Survivor is one of them. Yeah, because <laughs> it's too big. They don't know how to compress well, their they say, files. Yeah, they said they, they made it 150 gigs and on a 100 gigabyte uh, 
disc hunter, but they still only put 50 gigs on the disc. It's weird how that works, isn't it? It's, it's weird. It's perplexing. You know? it must Could have at least put all the hairstyles in the metadata. It's true. <laughs> Can't code all those ponchos themselves, dude. They've got to get those 4K <laughs> poncho assets in. Um, but now, I think, like I say, I think accessibility is going to be a big one, right? And it, it mm. all it's all based on where people are going. I mean, GameCube... Well, let's start with PlayStation. To be honest, PlayStation are fucking shit. Let's let's start the yeah. worst. <laughs> they're shit. <laughs> like they're not good. Like the PS Premium service is fucking dog it's shit. I'll be the first person. I'm subscribed no. to it. I'll be the first person to slam it into the ground. It's awful. I'm subscribed, and I'll be the second person to admit that <laughs> it's bad. It just isn't very good. No, unless you are the biggest siphon filter fan, you are not winning with that service. Every <laughs> month, they're like, "Here's the siphon game. filter game coming out this month." Oh wow, you never even and heard they ran this out, one. So they're like, "Hey, Bethesda, give us all the games that you were allowed to give us." <laughs> I'd like to think that they were like, "Hey guys, we've run out of Siphon Filter games. Uh, just release. Oh, I found this. Uh, I found this like alpha version of Siphon Filter Two in my fucking drawer. Let's just put that on the premium <laughs> collection, dude." Sony Ben's just trying to carry the whole service. On that collection, maybe. Dude, they've literally ported every. They've ported the PSP ones. Dude. They've ported everything on there, but like. They're so bad. Like, we were talking about Sly, and, like, Jack got a PS4 port for some reason, but Ratchet, no. Sly, no. Like, there's so many places. Metal Gear is like, fucking good luck trying to play that. You gotta get six million consoles. There's so yeah. much stuff on PlayStation, <laughs> and they just do such a shit job, and it's like, it shouldn't be hard. I mm. don't get why they have the PS1 emulator well, for PS4 and 5. They just don't do that, anything with it. Isn't that one... Uh playstation ceo like famously quoted as like uh talking about the uh gran turismo he's like oh people yeah. want to play these games play old games yeah there no, jim go. ryan yeah he's a prick because don't, don't blacklist me i'm not kotaku.com but you know please don't blacklist me but yeah he's a bit of a prick when it comes to old games and it's weird because on ps5 and ps4 when they've done like the ape escape stuff and all that jazz they have made a brand new PlayStation 1 emulator that has rewind functionality and all that jazz. They've made yeah. it. They just refuse to put new games on the service. They release one every two months. doesn't make sense. It's dumb. It's stupid. I, I don't get it. I definitely understand PlayStation having a lot of, like, uh, ownership cons- problems compared to, like, Nintendo, where they own all the games and the hardware. So they can just shove it out whenever they want and instead of doing that they piecemeal it and charge you fifty dollars each i think the problem is right is i understand if people don't want but that's like the ps2 emulator they made in 2016 not a particularly good emulator i might add but they made it and then they put 20 games out and stopped and, and the funny thing is kane else. is not like 90 percent of them sony didn't own they went over like red dead revolver was on there psychonauts was on there they went to other studios and were like do you want us to put it on here they, no one went they did jack but no one ever went oh you know should we put the sly trilogy on here no let's not do that should we put like Mel- should we put metal gear solid 2 on here people like about Mel- no let's not no. do that <laughs> like let's not go to konami and just ask hey guys while well, you're pachinkoing out there you, you having fun with those balls do you want to give let's us some old games game. bro like no yeah. It's stupid. I like. 
I feel like it's going to change eventually, but like everything with PlayStation, it'll take five years and everyone else will have to show them up. I think as soon as Nintendo starts doing GameCube, that's when PlayStation will be like, oh God, we're, get, we're looking worse than we Nintendo have at this now, point. Don't yeah. we? <laughs> it kind of sucks. Because um, like I say, you know, Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Online, I think Virtual Console was still the best thing that they did. Where oh, it was yeah. just, here's the games. You can buy them. I think the only thing PlayStation has nailed is, here's a service with all these shitty games on it. If you don't think it's worth paying 20 extra dollars a year for it, that's fine. Give us $7 and you can buy the one PS1 game we do release every year. And you don't need to be a part of the subscription. I think that's great. I wish Nintendo did that with a Nintendo Switch Online, where you could just outright... I would pick the ones that are worth it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I would have easily That's... have given them $20 for the Mario Party trilogy on N64 online and not <laughs> have to pay for and the expansion pack. The extra. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I really hate about kind of game streaming services because like once the service is shut down, like you're just SOL on playing these old games because yeah. you don't technically own them. They're just going to make you do it again on their you're, next one. You're just paying to use them pretty much. I think the only good thing about that is... Like, with Nintendo, right, you hope that with Switch Online now, that means when Switch 2 happens, they just move all the Switch Online infrastructure over to the next generation, because you had the thing with Virtual Console, where you... I think that's the dumb thing with Nintendo, was, hey, here's Super Mario Bros. 3 again. What's that? You already bought it on the past three times we did Virtual Console? Well, tough luck. Give us another $6 for it. Well, Whereas, well at from, least... from Wii to Wii U, you were able to transfer Virtual Console's data. Yeah, but if you wanted it on 3DS, then you'd have to well, yeah. wave goodbye. And Whereas Sony was very nice, at least, where they were like, hey, I know we've only released three games, but hey, if you already bought Resident Evil 1 on on whatever they call it playstation classics on ps3 then you get it on psp and vita and then you also now get it on ps4 and 5 they've kind of carried that over which is great Mm -hmm. which is a nice touch whereas nintendo has every time that they want you to every time you want to play super mario 64 again they're like okay buy it on the wii u eShop. now buy it in the all-stars collection okay jk now give us the membership money and you can play the one you actually want to play on the online and it's like (laughs) <laughs> don't know why you like mario 64 enough to pay for it like four times but here we are like calm down guys um it kind of sucks i think xbox probably does it the best which is funny because you know yeah. xbox doesn't win much these the days. least amount of old games that people want is the funniest that part is the of problem. you don't want to play voodoo vince <laughs> hunter you don't want to play voodoo vince, <laughs> voodoo vince. <laughs> yeah. um that sounds like a name hunter would make up <laughs> it's a real game it is and xbox stopped funding psychonauts for it which i will always think is hilarious they were like nah we don't trust tim schafer and that psychonauts we'll trust whatever voodoo vince is and i stand to this day only five people have played voodoo vince <laughs> um they got their money terrifying yeah <laughs> to be fair in voodoo vince's defense so does psychonauts when you look at that that also looks weird i mean yeah it was a Sophie's choice, can... Kyle. It was a Sophie's choice. They didn't have much. They they had to they had to tr- <laughs> they tossed the coin. Um, I mean, it got a nine out of ten on Steam. <laughs> yeah, from the five Voodoo Vince fans, <laughs> dude. They were all like, "Yeah, we recommend Voodoo Vince. Please, someone else play it. Please, <laughs> we gotta get them to buy more so it makes a sequel." Exactly. Um, 
but yeah, I think Xbox does it the best because then you know their backwards compatibility program has done wonders, right? Obviously, you can play all Xbox One games, but there's so many 360 games you can play. Um, we'll talk about some of them later, but you know, there's so much stuff there, and you just plug the disc in, sorted. If you had it on digital and it works, you can just go back to the store and re-download it. It's probably the best way of doing it, and they also don't lock any of it behind a bullshit subscription service. So hell yeah. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Right. Kane. We've talked about some of the issues. Alright. So, so what do from we here, do now? We kinda put together some lists of uh games that are hardware locked and then games that are uh, not hardware locked that are worth playing on alternative versions. We kinda go through that and they'll tie into uh some of those points that we already made about accessibility, but with the hardware locked in particular list, like Games that are worth playing that you know you can't play outside of playing on original console. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So okay. uh, we can start that off. We got the Sly Cooper Ratcheting thing, um, where obviously you all are more fans of Sly Cooper than I am, but uh, they they can only be played on original hardware. Ratchet and Clank, they're at least still making Ratchet and Clank games. But yeah, I think the Sly to... Cooper thing sucks because every time there's a Sly Cooper anniversary, Sucker Punch goes, we love Sly Cooper and we're happy that everybody else still loves Sly Cooper. You can play <laughs> them on the PS3 backwards compatibility streaming service with two <laughs> FPS and shitty ping. And it's like, thank you, Sucker Punch. <laughs> uh, What's that? Yeah. You want a Sly I, game? I really Fuck want up. the stream to eat my inputs when I... In playing a platforming game, <laughs> a stealthing platforming game. Oh baby! <laughs> but yeah, it's like it. It does suck because they did it with Jack, and the. I, I just want to say the Jack ports for PS4 are fucking awful. They're not good. Like they're not good <laughs> at all. Um, but they're still decent. They're like, they're still decent, and they're decent enough ways to play them. They're just a, they're just not the. <laughs> the nicest ports that anyone has ever made but it just it does sony's backwards compatibility bizarres me where it's like it'd be so easy and such a big win to just be like hey guys the original ratchet and clank is now available on playstation plus extra and we've gone out of our way to put the trophy list that we made for the ps3 version into it have fun there you go they do you know how easy of a year it would have been if they had just done for like a year of playstation plus premium hey guys we got four PS2 Ratchet games, split those up, one every month. Then after that, we can do the Sly Trilogy. There's another three months after that. You know, people really like, you know, they could just go through their entire catalog and put one tentpole game from every console Yeah, yeah. every month. They'd have years of fucking content there, dude. They'd have years. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes you would have a month that was a bit of a dry spell. You'd get Loco Roco and you're like, fair enough. I like Loco Roco. Not as much as Ratchet and Clank, but I like Loco Roco. I'll play it. <laughs> you know? But it's like, it just it's bizarre to me why they don't, because it wouldn't be that much work. And also, it'd be great, because then you could look at these IPs and go, you know what, maybe they aren't too dead. Maybe we can do something with them instead of making the same third-person open-world RPG-lied story-driven games that we have been making for the past seven years. Sorry, Pixel Opus. Sorry, Pixel Opus, <laughs> getting the fucking bit. Sly, get there. The... <laughs> Was anyone holding on to that Sly 5 rumor still? Lamau. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Hey, oh, bye, Pixel. It just, uh, like, 
It sucks, dude, because it's like like you said, Kane. Ratchet still gets made once a decade, just to remind you that Insomniac still cares. And then, <laughs> what, we got Astro? <laughs> that's it. Like, that's it. There's no variety with PlayStation. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, I think those are great examples of games, because, yeah, PS2 full of great platformers and they're all kind of locked there's there's the rare exception and when they are they always it's never just re-releasing it's always doing a shitty remaster right not a good like well i shouldn't say shitty a i don't know you does say nst is kind (laughs) of it does the job kind of remaster you know nst I, I won't put Reignited in that category because I think that Reignited, Reignited had so good. much more love put into it than NST ever saw. But, you know, SpongeBob, SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated is in that kind of camp. You know, you see them all the time, the Tiger, the Tasmanian Tiger remasters, the Coward <laughs> Kangaroo, all these kind of things that look like they just went to the Unity Asset Store and went, hey, boys, we're making a remaster. Get your fucking Tiki Torch <laughs> Unity Asset out. <laughs> it's time to plant them down. <laughs> It just kind of always feels a bit bare bones, whereas sometimes I feel like it'd be a lot easier and probably cheaper to just be like, hey, we have this PlayStation 2 emulator. Let's just stick a Ratchet and Clank in there, you know, and put one out every once in a while. I don't see why it's that difficult. Uh, Someone's put God Hand here. Who wants to talk about that? The next on the list I put was God Hand, and it kind of ties into what Hunter was saying about the price accessibility. Or like not oh, only yeah. is it hardware locked, but like I bought the game in like twenty seventeen and it was like forty bucks. And I was like, it's a lot for a PS2 game, but yeah. it was forty bucks. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like over a hundred and that's not that uncommon for older no, no, games. No. Yeah, like I've lamented not being able to play Silent Hill three for like two years now. Because when I wanted to buy it, it was over a hundred bucks, and I'm sitting here like, "This is stupid." Dude, one of them in Europe. One of them in Europe later. Yeah, one of them in Europe. Persona three and four. People don't realize this because they're cheap as fucking anything in America. Persona in Europe, they did not make many copies of. So Persona three and four, especially, are really hard to play. Persona three and FES there's no way to play those other than on ps2 or on ps3 backwards compatibility which you might as well say doesn't fucking exist you know you can buy fes on the ps3 store wouldn't recommend it though but you know it's like there's so few ways to play it that it is like you end up paying like i think persona 3 in the uk is like 100 odd pounds it's not cheap right they're not like i i think that's what sucks about a lot of ps2 games is that the the expensive ones are fucking expensive. Same with GameCube, yeah. right? Is it's like that it's getting to that point oh, yeah. now. Oh, everything where... on GameCube like is impossible. There's like four games that are probably under hundred. <laughs> and then everything else <laughs> I... is like starting at a hundred. The week after the Metroid Prime port or remaster for Switch got announced, I walked into my um retro game store and saw that the GameCube version was now, like, 50 bucks, and I'm like, that's probably got to be the lowest this has been in, in eternity, <laughs> now that there's <laughs> another way to play it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's funny. It's annoying, too. God Hand, like, that's the kind of game I would probably like. Oh, and dude, it's, it's it's really good. I beat it oh, yeah. recently. I also beat... Uh, I guess we'll talk that about that one later. Um, I, just want to bring up, I just I just want to bring those up are Persona too, like... again for for the UK. The cheapest I can find 
is a obviously a, an open copy of the game. The, the cheapest you can get for FES in the UK is £120. That's the cheapest, and that's the shit. <laughs> that's like copy. disc only, and it's got a scratch down the back? Yeah, basically. Yeah, the, the, most ex, the most expensive. Don't even like, get the manual. The, if you want it in actual, like, collector's edition. Printed off copy of the yeah. manual. If you want it in collector's <laughs> edition, you're going to pay anywhere from 180 to £300 for Persona 3 FES in Europe. It's cheaper. The only, the only cheap crazy. options are importing American copies or japanese copies it's ridiculous i mean honestly importing is an option like yeah i've it got is, there's a reason isn't. i've got japanese games because it's cheaper on shipping to ship it from japan than it is from ohio <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it isn't right because it's like yeah for for like you who you're like especially for ps1 king you're like a hardcore kind of guy for the ps1 right you love the ps1 but like for bit. people that are like hey i played persona 5 on my ps4 during summer break i thought that was pretty great let's check the back catalog and yeah golden and and portable are now here right but it's like oh portable looks like ass i want to play fes well it's like i hope you have either a ps3 timmy or 300 dollars because that's the price of entry for this you might as well buy the ps3 because that'll be less than 300 dollars but It'll last for a couple of months, probably, but you know, it'll, you'll get you'll get a good time out of it. You can play Sly Cooper while you're there; it'd be great. You can beat P3 in a couple months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can play Ratchet and Sly; it'd be great. But yeah. it's like it it just fucking sucks. It should just it, it really it does. Should, especially when there's an emulator. I think that's what's the worst part is they've made the fucking emulator for PS1, 2, and PSP. Yet they do, they just sit on their arse and go, it's like, you've done the hard part, just ask for permission, (laughs) you dumbasses. It's stupid. It fucking sucks. Why does stuff like God Hand cost so, like, literally a fucking hand to buy them? It's stupid. (laughs) I get the the reason that your your retro market costs so much in some of these games, right? It's a supply-demand, right? In you know, if you throw something up on auction, in a lot of these cases, right, like there'll be people that bid it up to those prices. And mm-hmm. so like the, the price is more fixed based on what people are willing to pay. And some of that, you know, is also like other sellers, like if they see something that's priced underneath the the market appropriate price, they'll buy it, hold on to it until someone buys it for you know their marked up value. And so there's you know, there's a regulatory system. Oh, 100 percent but what you'll also see is and i think this is why i almost don't understand at times why people when they do shut the the shops down and stuff like that is keeping stuff available digital not only benefits the developers and sony nintendo and xbox because they're still making money off these old games whereas in the used market they make nothing but also it keeps the prices down on physical 3ds for the most part, a lot of games have, for, up until now, stayed relatively low because you could buy them digitally. Pokemon usually had a rule where if you have, if you didn't buy it within the first like five years of the game being out, bye bye, watch it skyrocket, and then like five years later, off it goes into the stratosphere. Heart Gold and Soul Silver now cost a literal kidney for it. Yep. <laughs> But the 3DS Pokemon games stayed, they plateaued at base physical price for the entire, for like the entire decade they were out, right? X and Y, because you could buy them digitally. And now I can guarantee as soon as that's like, now that the eShops are dead, 
they're gonna go up and it's like yeah were the servers that expensive for nintendo i doubt it it's probably more of a security and convenience kind of thing then just make things more easily accessible it's not it just it kind of blows my mind at times it's like make some fucking emulators make some ports do some shit nintendo it's not hard It just, like, it just fucking sucks. Just make things, especially with consoles. Handhelds, it's a bit harder because you've got spe- specialized hardware, right? I get that. You can't yeah, port Especially like DS. Yeah. yeah, especially DS and yeah, 3DS. You gotta, like, I understand. touch the screen and all that. Where the, the one where the, was it, um, which Zelda 3D game was it? Link Between Worlds? No, no, no. The one on DS. Tri- uh, Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass. It had you the puzzle where you had to close, close it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know I, how you would do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so there's a puzzle in like one of the dungeons where you have That's a mark on the top map, and you've got a lower map, and it says, transfer the mark from the top map to the lower map. And I specifically remember the first time I played that game being like utterly confused on what to do for like 10 minutes. So I closed it and put it down. And then I come back, like, whenever I go to play later, and it's like, you transferred! <laughs> oh my god. I never even played Phantom Hourglass, and I know about this, because I was on the phone with someone who was playing it one time. And I was <laughs> like, nice. uh, they said that, I'm like, I don't know, try shutting it. <laughs> Just sarcastically, and it worked. That's well. epic. Love it. Yeah. That's great. But uh, uh. definitely, it really pisses me off. I really hate when games are just, like, inaccessible because of the price fluctuating so fucking exponentially that it's just like it's not worth it for anybody other than emulation and it's like yeah it just kind of sucks it also sucks when shit isn't all in the same place that also doesn't help when it's scattered across multiple different consoles and generations uh i'll let you talk about this one to metal gear oh dude it it really does suck like metal gear solid 2 and 3 got brought forward to the ps3 at least but that doesn't really help us these days because I still have to go and dust that thing off every time I want to play those again. Mm-hmm. And like four has never got to escape. And it is like, it's a seminal series that people, you know, nearly 10 years after the last entry in it still won't quit talking about because it's fantastic it is. and people can't, and people just can't play the old games in any um, easy fashion anymore. And it's a bummer. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll re- maybe they'll do the Resident Evil thing and release the them onto the modern stuff as they remake the games coming up. Hopefully. But it seems like I don't know. It, I also think because the rumor is obviously they're remaking three, and I'm like, I'm like, why? Why would you like this? Yeah. Is also something that I don't get. Like I I love the idea of remaking video games, right? I know some people because the because the old thing's still there. You can still experience the old thing if you want to, and you get a new thing. That's kind of cool. I like people looking at something going, okay, if we take 20 years of experience under our wing, what can we do if we try and make the same story, make the same kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. concept? I like those kind of things. Look at the Resident Evil remakes. I really like what they've done. Then you get someone that's like, we're going to do this with a pivotal series like Metal Gear. And then someone's like, so we're starting with Metal Gear 1, right? The one that could very much be incredible as a remake. And they go, let's start with 3. And I'm like, who are you pleasing with going with Metal Gear 3? I know Metal Gear 3 has a massive fan base. It's a great game. I'm sure it is. But one, to start the franchise back up again, 
if you really want to go for fucking nostalgia hype levels, I'd be like, I, I'd be more inclined to go with two personally, but that's just me. But it's like three. It's like you're, you're, you're Metal Gear 3 fans. Have a time of their life. Have fun. But it's like, I'm not going to go and play Metal Gear 3 Remake when I haven't played the rest of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a slight, I guess there, maybe they're going from, oh, it's the first one in the timeline, technically, but that's a dumb way to do it, and I don't like it when people do that. Um, people aren't going to know that unless they're Metal Gear fans. They're just going to see Metal Gear Solid yeah. 3 Remake and go, how do I catch up on this? Yeah, yeah which is <laughs> stupid. So, like, unless they call it something else, like Metal just Gear call Solid it Metal Gear Remake. Snake Eater Big boss. or something silly. But, yeah, I don't like the idea of 3 coming out before the other ones. I feel like that's silly. Not that it'll stop me from playing a remake of 3 if they do oh, make it first. But they should do the. They should just do it in order, because that's what makes sense. Yeah. No, <laughs> 100%. But it's like, yeah. For me to play, because I've always wanted to get into Metal Gear. Like, Metal Gear has been one of those franchises where I'm like, one day, it's kind of like... It's kind of like... Um, kingdom hearts was and it was also like how yakuza was how i'm trying to crack through those where it's like one day i'm gonna play through you i'm gonna play through all of them one day and then it's like you know yakuza they're all on ps4 that's brilliant they've remade the ones that weren't they've remastered some you can play them all same with kingdom hearts we'll talk about kingdom hearts later but metal gear it's like okay so you can play it on the ps1 i'm like that's cool anywhere else and they're like well you can play it on the playstation mini and i'm like well you're <laughs> lucky PS4 that i bought one classic. of those in the bargain bin so i guess i can play it there i don't want to but i can play it there if i want to then it's like two three and four you've got to go to the playstation three good I'm luck like, okay thank you for that one i guess i'll go to the playstation three where next like metal gear five with two and three I don't because of how many copies of those two there were. I think that pro- finding a PS2 copy of those probably isn't that hard. They are, but if you're gonna need a as three for P- like a- for Metal Gear Four, you might as well go to the PlayStation Store and download them all and go. Okay, yeah. there you go, job done. And then it's like, okay, congratulations. Now you can go and play Metal Gear Solid Five on the PlayStation Four. Don't forget Ground Zeroes, dum dum. Okay, I'll go do that. Thank you. Now I'm all caught up. Wait, what about the PSP games? Those don't really matter. Yeah, but it's like, you know, if if you want to get all in, it's like, f- fuck, go to the Vita store? Like, now you need a Vita as well? And it's no, like... Well, the one PSP game comes in the collection with two and three. Oh, does it? Okay, cool. Yeah, Peace Walker does. And that's, okay, the, that's the one that's more worth playing than Portable Ops. Portable Ops is a beta test for <laughs> Peace Walker. But I want to play it. No, I don't. But no, you, know. you don't. <laughs> No, it just, but again, it's like they remade it, but then they put it on another console, which again is they they were to, they were trying to take the store down, like literally last year. Was it the year before? Yeah. Who remembers? It was so long ago. Remember. Jim oh. Ryan's probably going to try and pull it again this year. It's fine, probably. But it's like it just it just sucks when stuff is everywhere, and it it's just not good. <laughs> it's just not good. Like it's fine if you like Kayan and you've just got every console that you want. I you don't. Just... I actually own a PS3. You don't own a PS3? Nope. I'm actually Not shocked. surprised. I went from PS2 to PS4. I... Same. 2012 to 2014. I didn't buy that PS3. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But no, like it's just it's just it's just bizarre to me. Why wouldn't you at least port it like? Just put it to PS4 at least. I, I just I just don't get it. Sometimes. It's not. It would make a quick buck too. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
people who jump out of the woodwork to play these people Honestly. who already liked it people who have spent their whole life it's hearing got about so it much and need to know hype about it like <laughs> you can't play metal gear solid one unless you have a ps2 or ps1 and yeah. that's what i don't think people and like devs understand i think people go like they see like the crash bandicoot and same trilogy and they go look at how activision printed money with the crash bandicoot remaster i'm like that's great. You do realize that the Crash fan base would have also just have gone rabid if you were like, hey guys, the PS1 games are now available on PS4 and they don't run like shit like the PS3 versions. And you'd be like, oh, thank you. I'll also buy that. <laughs> and then like, you, you enjoy it for a week and then try and rip each other in half over speedrun leaderboards. Exactly, right? Yeah. I don't think, pe- like, I don't think they, un- like, they you don't have to remaster a game to put it on a new platform. Just make, like, Again, make it function on the platform with Xbox. Want to play the old thing? Yeah, with Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo now, they have all started or have finished working on emulators that all work on the new generation of hardware for all your previous ones. So on PlayStation, they've got a one, they've got a two, they've got a PSP. They'll never have a PS3 one. Fucking God help us. You know, Series X has got the Xbox One 360 and base. I guess that's what we have to call that one. We can't call it the one the base you got all those the original the original nintendo has got the nes the snes the gba the gba advance right now they have 100 percent and the n64 they've definitely got a gamecube one probably as well because they did sunshine and they've probably got a wii one because they did galaxy so they've got it started right they're like working on that shit just like i don't understand why sony just doesn't go around going Hey guys, we've made an emulator. Do you want to chuck your game on it? You can take like sixty percent of the revenue. We'll just take the you know the whatever garbage thirty that they take, and it'll take zero effort because we just plug it in and tweak it. Take two guys like a couple of weeks. Hmm. And like I think having the original version for these things that are being remade serves as a decent companion to it. You know, appears it appears the people that are against them as well. Hey guys. You don't like this? What we do, do not like? Insane trilogy. Here's the OG trilogy that you can also buy. Double dip, fucker, and you will, and you'll go great. Now you I don't will. have to play the shitty yeah. NST version. Thank you. The jumps work in Crash Two. Excellent. <laughs> it's it just it it it's it's just brain rot. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, did you also want to talk about Silent Hill Hunter? Oh, yeah, that's actually, like, straight up, I think that the Silent Hill, like, PS2 versions, I would really hope that these, and I guess the PS1 for the first game, would get ported to modern stuff, because the trust with Bloober Team to actually do the <laughs> second game justice in their remake is tenuous at best. What do you mean? What do so, you love the medium? Uh, I think the medium was okay, but... That was the nicest anyway. compliment everyone anyone gave the medium, by the way. <laughs> Hunter gave the but, nicest review to the medium that I've ever seen personally, but you know, and even that was but, a hun- and it's an okay from Hunter. It's like, oh geez, fucking hell, <laughs> scathing, yeah. yeah hell. But, but like, so it would be a shame if the Silent Hill two remake wasn't very good, and then the people who play it wouldn't be able to experience the actually really great story that the original version contains. And I would also like to be able to play three. Please and thank you. <laughs> I managed to get a copy of four somehow for relatively cheap, so I'm not dying on that hill. But that would also be nice. Keep going. <laughs> and so on. But yeah. 
is just a bummer because those are like the ones that are stupid expensive because silent hill for as well known as it is the amount of people that actually play it is more niche well really just in terms of price like there's certain genres like your horror genres that if you get into your old games it doesn't matter the quality of the game especially like ps1 games there's the the price goes up it can be like martian gothic it's like oh well it's a gothic horror story it's gonna be worth at least something, right? Even though the game's like not good. <laughs> oh, I definitely there's, there's people who genres. don't have very much familiarity with the thing be like, oh, words, these impress. It me. says gothic in it. It must be good. <laughs> Dude, yeah. there definitely, there are definitely certain genres and uh, like that will always be more expensive than others, right? You know, horror mm-hmm. always kind of for some reason skyrockets. JRPGs also like to fucking go up if they like like to fucking shoot to the moon a lot of the time. There's certain genres. Like some games, you know, it's the genres that have the weirdos who, you know, think they can live without one of their organs and are willing to buy it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There there are definitely genres, right? You know, there'll be genres that to the end of time, Call of Duty Black Ops for the PS3 will forever cost $2. We all know this. It is. One day they will base actual currency off of Call of Duty Black Ops for the PS3. (laughs) That's going to be the Fallout (laughs) bottle caps of our actual time. Gonna be like, Fall- FIFA. Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was trying to get a copy of Silent Hill Three. I was being insulted by seeing in the suggestions Grand the PS2 Grand Theft Auto games for like five dollars. I'm like, well, why? Why couldn't? Why couldn't this situation be flipped? Well, I was just. Uh, like, <laughs> I shake my fist at you. I bought a 360 on eBay uh, today to play some stupid crash games with Kyle and Sam at some point, and it was like. It was like the console was like sixty dollars, Hunter, but it came with like five games. And but it's like it's like your Skyrim, your GTA Five. It's the games that is like all those things you already have. I've already got them. You can't charge extra for it, so that's why it came with them. Yeah, they're they're just coming with them because there's there's so many games on the 360. This is why I'll never consider like late 360, especially and retro yet, because not only is stuff like GTA and Skyrim playable everywhere, but also costs fucking nothing. You can get like. You can get, genuinely, you can get about five copies of Skyrim for the same price as a Domino's pizza. Like, genuinely, it's like, <laughs> you, you can do whatever you want, right? Like, do, like, genuinely. It's stupid. But then, again, try and get a JRPG from the PS2 that came out in, like, 2008. It's like, Salu, have fun with that one, you know? Yeah. Saga Episode 2, am I right, Kyle? Is it 2 or is it 3 that's the shit one? They're all shit now. Which one's particularly three, shit? There was one that was three's the one that's three. always been bad in my experience. Mm. I am fortunate to own all three of them. Get alive. Sado, bro. <laughs> bro, I wasn't happy getting the third one. I mean, I was, but I wasn't for what I paid Kyle's for it. Kyle's the reason, dude. Kyle's the reason. I dro- I'll, I'll admit it. I dropped $200 on that. Yeah, you Just did. box with... The games, like yeah. box cover art, Dude, complete no box. manual. You, if you're paying that much for a game, you got to make sure it's complete. Because if you're, yeah, you might as well yeah. just the go ones all that the are two hundred disc only. It's just like I can. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, regular viewers of the podcast know big Xeno series fan. I've got the whole collection now. I can at least like check that off my list. I'm caught up on owning all of them, but you know. Back when I purchased um, Saga 1 and 2, those games were pretty low, surprisingly. I think collectively, they were, for 1 and 2, it was around 40 bucks. 
Mm. Which not bad. Yeah, for like both of them. Each. Yeah, for like for, for combined. Oh wow, that's oh. good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you went but that back was in, like, seven 2015. years, yeah, like that in 2015, people weren't like trying to get all investor. Let me yeah. get my my yeah. hat on and do bro card gaming the the used video game. Yeah, scene. but like even. Back then, would you would you like trilogy. to buy a Bitcoin with this old video game, my good <laughs> sir? Well, actually, I would. Dude, the other way around, how, how much not perceived at all. Value does it have? But if you want to give me a Bitcoin for anything on this wallet, dude, the worst <laughs> thing is I've seen them. I hate them. Fucking resellers piss me the fuck off. I like. Yeah. I think. I think that YouTube Shorts and like TikTok yeah. love to piss me off by doing this. Where they'll just show people that just go into stores and go, "I can get twenty dollars on this on Amazon. I can get thirty five dollars." I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." Because the, the best part is that, like, I can let you finish. But the best part of that is that, like, they make more off the video than off of the actual game. So it doesn't actually matter if they make a profit. They just make the video saying the words. And the video produces more money than the actual sale of whatever they bought. Dude, there's one guy. I don't remember his name, but honestly, like, he's on my shit list. I fucking despise the <laughs> Fuck cunt. that guy. Nah, dude. I, I hate to go British on you for a second, but he genuinely is. I don't like using the word cunt because I know it annoys the Americans. He is, dude. He is a cunt. Where he's like, this guy traded his entire kid, like, his whole, like, childhood collection of video games. There's, like, 60 PS2 games and 60 Wii games and all these consoles. And I gave him a Nintendo Switch. And it's like, you're just conning, like, a 13-year-old out of, like, like, literally, like, hundreds of dollars. Mr. Godfrey over there. Where, like, they use their (laughs) influencer clout. To get yeah. a bunch of stuff it's for like, like if basically If you want to send me your games, send me a link in the bio and I'll give you a Switch. And it's like, yeah, you rob those fucking 13-year-olds. Absolute dickheads. Like, genuinely absolute dickheads. Because I'm like, fucking hell. Like, a Switch is like $280. And he's like, oh yeah, dude, look at this. I just got like, the like, I just got like $600, $800 worth of video games here. And I just gave him a shitty Nintendo Switch that I probably <laughs> bought in him scalping anyway. So you know it's yeah. fine if he don't, uh-huh. if I don't skim it away I'll just scalp it. Dickheads, absolute dickheads. Hate them. Yeah, they suck. Anyway, like, that's kind of like the the thing about reselling. It's like I I get the idea that someone there's profit to be made there and people can do it. But when you're like making YouTube content and trying to gain clout, like this is how much money I made by going into this business. It's like. The thing it's is, right? Ruining the, the is, whole I know this is this is like a tangent for all like for, this is a tangent, but I know where it came from, right? Because back in the day, don't know if you ever saw it. There was like this YouTube series called Game Chasers, right? It still goes on to this day, right? But they used to it used to be like about retro gaming. They'd go to like you know pawn shops and they would go to like you know car boot sales and stuff like that and it was kind of like it was kind of like a youtube knockoff of those history channel kind of shows which if you've <laughs> if anyone's ever heard me talk about history channel kind of stuff me and my dad that's like guilty pleasure shit i love that kind of stuff like american pickers and stuff like that if that's ever on tv mm-hmm. i'll 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 watch a little bit of it and go you know it's garbage tv but i kind of enjoy it honestly it's pretty cool Some same with game chasers on those shows. i used to watch that stuff quite a bit it's it's quite funny it i don't know if it's aged well because you know anything from youtube in like the 2010s might not have aged well oh, yeah but it, yeah. the chance of a very yikes comment <laughs> can't speak, can't speak <laughs> to it possible. i haven't watched it in years 
but it was really entertaining. But you can kind of see that kind of going into things, getting deals, kind of finding the rarest games, right? But they were doing it from a collection standpoint where they were just building up their own collection. And you can kind of see how that kind of genre of content, I see how it slowly evolved from collecting for me and finding cool stuff for me to look at this shit that I'm finding and taking off of people. Let's rip the fuck off and scalp yeah. it to ludicrous degrees. Just video games. They do it with everything. Oh, like, they'll show up and be like, oh, I found these Nikes. They do the exact same thing. But it's the same kind of shit you see with like ver- those rated video games. Oh, I like, hate water games and all like, that shit. Yeah, water, water games. Oh, it pisses me the fuck off, dude. With like the the sealed yeah. copy of Mario Look at 1 you, for like Look at two. It. In my defense, if I opened the seal on that and then opened the brand new video game inside, it would be worth more than I paid for that (laughs) encapsulated version of it. So (laughs) I got a good deal. I was just like, that is extremely undervalued. And it kind of looks cool on the show. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Koro Koro Post Games, Japanese Uh PS1 game. And then this was only 40 bucks. It's not rated. It's, it's a terrible it's... game, but it looks cool. <laughs> but it's just kind of, the whole yeah. idea of this kind of market, it pisses me off, dude. I absolutely hate yeah. it. And it's like that whole culture around it. It like it just drives me fucking batshit crazy. Because I'm like, what is this for? It's like the whole Pokemon card fucking thing. It's like it all YouTube makes all this shit so much worse in a way, where it's just like, oh yeah. like I'm sure Pokemon card collectors rue the day where those Pokemon box like unboxings started in like 2019, 2018. Those like the really big. I don't the... know about that. Well, no, no. Let me talk about like I'm talking okay. about like personal collectors who just used to be like I love building my collections and stuff like that and built like not like. If you're into YouTube or whatever, I'm sure you're having the time of your life if you're selling a couple of cards, right? But if you used to just be like a person that's like, I love collecting this thing and playing it with my friends, and then now every box from a supermarket being gone because someone's trying to oh, make yeah. a TikTok out of it, and you're like, yeah. it would drive you fucking nutty. And then you're like, oh, quickly, this brand new card, let me send it off to fucking get it graded. And it's like, <laughs> I hate it. Genuine. Spider-Man. Everything's got to um, be graded now. I don't know if this happened in Europe, but over here stateside there um like department stores ended up having to put signs out in front of like the card walls that were like we're limiting customers to two purchasing two packages per person yeah they just had a it got sales. so bad it's like amiibos it's like when amiibos yeah went to fucking batshit god those were dumb like honestly amiibo craze was whack it's crazy it's stupid but, but you know, guilty. I have Amiibos back there. So, Dude. like, I'm part of the problem. Dude, literally. Well, I don't that, think buying have, Amiibos like, is the problem. That's not necessarily it's, part yeah. of the problem. It's the, it's the buying the, the Amiibos it, so yeah. that you can resell them on eBay for more money because the availability. I think that's the thing is now. On day one, and it, like, the, the initial availability. Amiibo are different now because Amiibo are more collectibles. They aren't. They aren't. They're not like they were back in 2015, where there was a wall of them in a like a toy store, right? It's like <laughs> they're like they were like pops are now. When they release, yeah. like yeah, when they release a new Amiibo, they basically make enough of them for everybody who's interested in having the figure get them, and then they kind of stop. They don't ever like you're not going into Walmart and going, wow, there's like 6 million Pyramithra Amiibos here. Why are they aren't selling? Like, they make enough that mm-hmm. they know will sell now. 
So it's kind of weird. But no. I do think scalping is dead. It's, it's shit. And it's getting worse. Scalping and it got worse because of COVID and all that jazz. But Yeah, it did. Uh. It sucks. Anyway, we've talked a lot about a load of... Uh, Modern retro games, as we call them. Well, we 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 talked about the hardware locked. I would say that's now we can talk about the ones that are you know accessible that have been freed. So here's some of our favorites that you can play now, and you should play if you haven't played them already. Starting with, I don't know why I said you should play them. Kingdom Hearts. Go on, Kyle. Tell people why (laughs) they should play Kingdom Hearts, a great franchise that we all or how they should play Kingdom Hearts and how. Not on the Switch. Not definitely not on the Switch. Hunter, I forgot it was there. Thank you. Yeah, no don't problem. play it on Switch. It's cloud streaming and it's miserable. Unless you like slideshows. Oh, or have godly internet. But yeah, um Kingdom Hearts has been freed from its original all of its original hardware. PS2, um DS and PSP. Kind of. Either at uh, either as playable video games or as movies. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when it comes to recoded and three six three six five three six eight three five eight, experience. Dude, it's been four years. That game's out of my mind. <laughs> three five eight over two. Uh, it's probably for the best. Those games were shit anyway, so you know yeah. it's probably best. I also want to say, and I want to sh- stress, as someone who has seen both of those movies multiple times. They're not worth watching either. Multiple. Yeah, my friend was doing that. My friend was doing the entirety of the Kingdom Hearts franchise, and I said it'd be. I was like, I'll watch the movies with you as a joke. And three five eight was fucking painful. Called your bluff. Oh yeah, I watched three five eight with him. Like that's fucking painful. And I'm like, you're watching Recoded by yourself. (laughs) There was one time Sam and I were watching the Recoded movie. I don't know why. Sam ended up falling asleep in the call. Dude, my favorite part of that movie is I remember going, people were like, it's so long. It never ends. I wish it would end. And I remember watching it. I was like an an hour in and I was like, it's nearly over. The story's over. This is great. I don't know what people are talking about. Well, it wasn't this is grandma. This is fine. You know, it's not that long. And then I realized that when when you think the story's going to end, there's another two hours of movie left. And it's like. There sure is. It's like, what if Lord of the Rings, but you didn't want one hour of it, let alone three? <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It's really bad. No one asked for it. But you but can yes, play them. Um, all, of, all of Kingdom Hearts is available on modern consoles. And PC. PS- and PC, including three. So you can get the whole, the whole story all packaged into one neat little console of your choosing except you can't play melody of memory on xbox guys you can't do it they never ported it oh they never did i don't think so i'm checking oh that's funny (laughs) melody of memory did they ever did they get it they got it around to pc right they got it around to pc I don't know. I've never gotten around to playing. Oh no, it's it. on Xbox. I li- I'm a liar. It's on Xbox. You're fine. You're a fake and a fraud. I'm a fake and a All fraud. All right, so it's available on whatever console you want. Cheers, if you want to everybody. play a slideshow, it's on Switch. And Kingdom Hearts Four will be on PS6, and you will have a great time. You've got plenty of time to catch up, kids. Yeah. Magic in the Maybe making. Start now, so you're not doing it the entire month beforehand. Place your bets, yeah. guys. Will we still be doing the podcast when Kingdom Hearts Four releases? Place your bets. It I'm might be a while. Yes. You're saying yes? I'm hoping it's 2025, to be honest, but, you know, I'm an optimist. 
But no, Kingdom Hearts. I'm hoping we'll see more of it this year. This year? That's bold. That's a I'd bold like prediction. See... That's a Even steamy if it's just like prediction. another trailer. I'd like to see. I'd like you to want see them, more you of want... it. I... If they do anything, I bet you they confirm Star Wars this year. That's my bet. Oh, if they so. do anything. Because they've already shown the Star Wars world. We we know that was an AT-AT. They can't hide yeah. forever. They'll confirm it. <laughs> you can't hide it. <laughs> Mark Hamill's already a part of the cast of clowns that is the Xenoblade voice cast, so, you know, it's not hard. Xenoblade? Sorry, the Kingdom Hearts cast of characters. <laughs> there you go. JRPGs, right, guys? I'm so used to talking about Xenoblade recently and not they Kingdom Hearts. together. Yeah, I've got Xenoblade on the mind. Okay, it's my—it's it's, not—it's not my fault. Go watch Xenoblade review, is the, the British version of Kingdom Hearts voice acting. <laughs> In this video essay, I will be. Anyway, no Kingdom Hearts for that article to show up on HotGamersOnly.com. Got Johnny to write it. I will write that. I <laughs> if will. You write it'll be the worst. It'll be the worst thing you have ever read Hold in your it life. For April Fool's Day. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll write that right now. Grammatical errors. You're good to go. Dude, <laughs> dude, that 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 sounds like the most dumb article. I feel like I have to write it. I genuinely. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is the American version of Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we'll have to make the um, Danganronpa's Weeb Riverdale article with it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, every time you say this, these, these are just very stupid statements. I've got, I don't know, because I've been watching Action Button recently. I've got Tim Rogers on the brain, and those all sound like yeah. Tim Rogers' bottom lines, dude. <laughs> like that, Jay. I'm just in my head, all I've got is Riverdale. <laughs> like, Danganronpa is the Riverdale of Japanese games. It's just like, just stupid shit he would say. So there you go. I can't wait to use this for my tagline for my brain code review in a few months. <laughs> It's no Riverdale <laughs> if it's bad. There you go. Um, yeah. Or if it is bad, it, it is Riverdale. There you go. Anyway, yeah. uh, Hunter, Devil May Cry is a series that you oh, also yeah. like. I <laughs> love Devil May Cry, and it is available easily on your console of choosing as of right now, anyway. You know, one through three all come in a nice little collection. You get two good games out of it, and then you can play the middle one if you're curious. Um, <laughs> Uh, four got a special edition that also got modernized. You can even play the Ninja Theory game if you want. And then five is already modern. So, bing. It is shit. Yeah. But it got a PS5 version to make it more modern. Yeah, it added Virgil. (laughs) And enemy spam mode. Oh, I love that mode. It's It's pretty fun. Yeah. The funny funny thing about... DMC3 specifically that's always going to tickle me is that the Switch version is technically the best way to play it now. Yeah, that's true. They the added modern, the yeah. modern accoutrements to it. <laughs> the, the, uh, um, I guess they didn't feel like doing back when, because they did the collection on PS4 and whatnot a couple of years beforehand. And what they, they added to the Switch like, version? Uh, in the Switch version of DMC3, you, can, you get like a weapon wheel instead of having to just lock it to yeah, the two at the so beginning of the mission. Switch them so all. You can, so yeah, you can have and all you can switch his styles too, like you can in four and five, okay. as opposed yeah. to just picking the style for the mission and that would be nice. With yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I still need to, I still want to, I'm still probably eventually going to buy DMC3 on the Switch the next time I feel like playing it. That's so how that I played I can it. experience it that way, because it's probably the better way to do it now. Dude, genuinely, it's if, it's, nice. if, it's, if, it's a P- if it's a PS2 game and there's a Switch port, chances are it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be a good place to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's PS2 no way. Games. Certainly the PS, certainly the Switch can at least handle the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying there are plenty of good ports for PS2 games on Switch, so yeah, yeah. it's a good little console PS2, to have. Like, they, Nintendo finally made hardware three generations later <laughs> that can perform up to PS2 quality, so finally. all those games were just like, <laughs> port time, here comes dude, the Nintendo money. Dude, genuinely... <laughs> can play Resi 4. Do you know genuinely what my most sure excited can. thing I am? Like, the reason I'm most excited for Switch 2, genuinely, is like, the Switch is powerful enough to get ports of PS3 games, basically. That's where it lies, right? You get, like, you got, like, your Saints Rose and your stuff like that, where you can get PS3 games that run pretty well. PS4 games look like shit whenever they go to Switch, right? You, lo- you look at Doom and Witcher and you're like, hey, it's impressive, but it also looks like dog shit. It looks like if I take my glasses off, that's what I see is the Nintendo Switch port of The Witcher 3. I can't <laughs> wait for Switch 2, because then it will be powerful enough to still run PS4 games worse than PS4, but they're good enough where I'm like, there you go, dude, I can finally play some PS4 games that aren't terribly terrible quality. That'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. But no. Um, play Devil May Cry, wherever you want. Yeah. It's not available on streaming on Switch, is it? Don't do that if it is. I don't think no, so. No, it's all native download. And as far as the Switch is concerned, I don't think they... There's no version of 4 or... I was going to say, there's no Cloud or is there? Okay. But and there's PC versions. You're out of luck for 5 oh, on yeah. Switch, PC. I'm afraid. It yeah. would explode. Your, your Switch would not survive. <laughs> Who wants to talk about Okami? Yeah, I put that on the list. That was just another game I figured would be an example of something that's been ported everywhere where like the the ps2 mm-hmm. version i was i've been told was flopped so hard that clover no longer was a uh, part of Capcom. they had to go and they had to go and uh make their own studio <laughs> yeah what they make after like what's their new studio? uh platinum that's Pla- what, oh that's them platinum is who clover a lot of the personnel left and became yeah yeah and then the Wii port of okami ended up getting handled by uh ready at dawn really oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we learned that the other the other week. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They closed now, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> They're also gone. R.I.P. Oh, Okami's just a albatross around the neck of studios, apparently. <laughs> well, either way, it's now uh, thoroughly available. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. I also want to chuck in. I, I'm just going to add it to our little list of the games that is not going to go in the timestamps because I don't have time to do all these timestamps. But uh, Persona 4 Golden, we did talk about it. It's now everywhere. And that's a great port. That's like a fantastic port of a old yeah. game. They added an XP yeah. slider to make more XP, which is always a good feature in old games because old games didn't respect your time as much most of the time. No, um, they thought grinding was an essential part of the experience. Exactly. So <laughs> it's not. They, it was, they it's been available to be on, longer yeah. back then. But yeah, it's available on Steam. It has been for years. That Steam port is pretty fantastic. There's also tons of mods and stuff like that that you can do. Mm-hmm. But now it is available on Switch and PS4 and Xbox. And on the best that subject. And the best version of Xbox. What's up? I was to say on that subject, I'll also throw in the Final Fantasy one through six pixel remasters. Yeah, those recently just got ported to consoles with 
exp and jp boosters in in there natively and i think all of those updates are getting pushed to um the the initial steam and ios releases to those uh-huh. games as well you can also get them physical if you like giving play asia over a hundred dollars you can do that look at you also look that because um, square enix made like five of them yep because they hate you but, and then another you one specifically go on kane and then another one just to throw in there was like katamari Damachi. yes it off where it's uh it's pc i think there might be other console ports. it's on ps4 and xbox Okay. And Switch. So, it's on everything. And Switch too, yeah. I don't think We Heart Katamari made the jump, but Katamari's good enough on its own. If you'd never get to play the second one, you can just play the first I'm going to double check, because I feel like we... First one is a wild time. Wheel of Katamari got released. Yep, it's available on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S. It came out... Oh no, it's coming out on June 2nd. There you go. It's not out yet. Oh baby, that's, that's move that's over. Street, Street Fighter, Fighter Six. <laughs> it's Katamari Day, but um, I played the first. Katamari. Let the boys have their fun. It's time for the men to play. I think it's off of Game Pass because I think I played it the month it was leaving Game Pass. But I did originally play Katamari on Game Pass, and it was fun. It was fun. So yeah, yeah. you can check uh, all of those out. Uh, there are a couple of games that are still locked to consoles, slightly more recent. I mean, here's the thing. Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD. More kind of, instead of straight up ports, these were like, well, <laughs> Twilight Princess. You can say what you want. That shit's a port. But Wind Waker, yeah. they tried with Wind Waker. Um, but well, I mean, I'd argue that Twilight Princess still looks substantially better as the Wii U version than it did the muddy, murky <laughs> old version. <laughs> oh, I agree. But I'd count, I'd count Twilight Princess as more akin to the Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 than oh, yeah. Wind Waker. They actually went in and tweaked some, tweaked some more interesting stuff and changed the they way made the, the game end looks. game quest a little yeah. more palatable mm-hmm. and let you move faster. And they're obviously currently tied to the Wii U, but I think everybody believes at this point that whether it is on this Switch or the next Switch, these will one day be released. Jeff Grubb will perform a demonistic sacrifice if he has to to make these come to the Switch. (laughs) (laughs) I believe the man is going to crack at some point. Here's the thing is, I believe him 100% because he was like, this is why I love Nintendo. This is why, well, I hate Nintendo and I love them at the same time. He's been saved for years. They're there's done, a mention that he's, got him, he's been, just... he said he said for like three years. There's a remaster of only Metroid Prime One, and they have been holding on to it, and it will release one day. And he kept saying it every year, and everyone was like, "Is it happening this year, Jeff?" And he's like, "It's happening this year. I will shave my hair off if it doesn't happen." Gets to December, not announced. He shaves his hair off. The following direct, literally like three or four weeks afterwards, they announce it and. It comes out the same day. They are literal oh fucking gosh. trolls. They are they actual were waiting trolls. For him to shave his head. Yeah. So I 100% believe Wind Waker and Twilight Princess exist as well. They're probably just waiting for Jeff Grubb to make a stupid fucking bet again, and then they'll do it. Well, I believe that they've probably been holding on to him these past couple of years, being like, okay, well, if Tears of the Kingdom this year still needs delayed, we're going to offer this as the peace offering this year, and if it gets delayed again, they can have this one. Oh, you see, I think it's the (laughs) Which would have given them enough time to make another Link's Awakening kind of remake for one of the other games. I think it's the opposite. Obviously, it was was uh, Skyward Sword twenty twenty one the re release. Uh, yes, 
I think they went like this. I think they were like Breath of the Wild. Uh, Tears, of the, fucking hell, still doing it. Tears of the Kingdom is definitely next year, so we're not going to put anything Zelda out. They're like they have them, but they're like we're releasing Tears of the Kingdom next year, and then they had it and they were like fuck. Well, we're going to push it out because it's going to be early 2023, so it's not worth putting it. So early 2023, May, fuck. Well, we'll put them out in 2024 then. I, I think it was like one of those things. It was like, they'll come after, but they just kept yeah. pushing the goalposts. They're coming anyway. And at least for Wind Waker, I love Wind Waker HD. I love the way it looks. Yeah. I love the way it feels. The quest is a lot better at the end. Uh, the Swift Sail, fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. May I inc- may I implore you to make a swifter sale for the remake of the, <laughs> the re-re-release? I just want to fucking zoom. The dude. swiftest sale. Hear me out, Nintendo. As just give drifting, the King of Red Lions a speedboat. I'm drifting lever. to the boat, dude. I want to fucking cruise, dude. I want to like you know that that sounds like fun. Let me drift. If I can't Akira bike slide my boat into an island, I don't want to play it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> How much better would the boat combat be if you could just, like, <laughs> fucking pull 180s around them? <laughs> like, fucking cruise? <laughs> I don't think that would help Firing you with really cannon. slowly aiming the cannon. No. no well, you just aim, aim it with it the boat. Like fuck. You steer hold the boat to aim the camera. No, or the, even better. You hold the L2 button, it locks onto the enemy, and your boat drifts around them in a circle as you're doing it. You no longer have to aim that shitty cannon. You're just drifting, oh, having yeah. fun. <laughs> Game of the year. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Legend of Zelda Tokyo Drift. But no, they are Tw- Twilight Princess Tokyo also Drift. exists. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> it would <laughs> if they released it. I'd play it again for the first time in like eons. Although yeah. the problem, I'd make sure to make it. I'd make a save file at the first dungeon. That way, I don't have to play the beginning ever again in my life. Oh, I do. <laughs> I hate the beginning <laughs> of that game. <laughs> I do just want to specify. Um, Obviously, Wind Waker HD was far more widely available than Twilight Princess HD. It is way more expensive to buy Twilight Princess HD for Wii U than it is to buy Wind Waker HD for Wii U. Just want to make that clear. Um, so Wind Waker, yeah. more accessible. It's basically because they were handing that shit Wind out for free. Uh, Twilight Princess HD. Yeah. Twilight Princess HD in the UK costs anywhere from... Oh my god, it's a P3 again. Why? Modern Nintendo games like don't they don't do this like down and then back up thing now. All the Nintendo nerds are like, we gotta buy out the store when it, they're not producing anymore. Time to stock up, throw them in the closet for fifteen years. Yeah, the, they just Who adds they this just, kind of real estate. They just retain their value all the time, and it's silly. Dude, it sucks, and that's my favorite. Yeah, Nintendo part. games never go down. Nintendo in games no longer go down; it's they just annoying. stay the same until they're out of stock. That is how it goes. Remember Xenoblade yeah, Two? Remember Xenoblade Two? That was fun. It was like sixty dollars, mm. sixty dollars, sixty dollars, and gone. And then they were like, "Okay, we'll make some more. Sixty dollars, sixty dollars, sixty dollars, and gone. Goodbye. Hope you bought your copy." Yep. Um. Luckily for Nintendo, though, I don't know why, uh, games like Xenoblade 2, everyone in America, they reprinted it in America. I think they reprinted yeah. it here, too, but you could still get copies of Xenoblade 2 before that anyway. So Nintendo of Europe seems to just be big chilling. They actually make enough copies of video games. Good for them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Twilight Princess HD. Good luck paying for that. But, you know. 
it's all it's all good. But it's there. It's available. Imagine the eShop dying. That'd be funny. Anyway, Master Chief <laughs> yeah, Collection. Yeah, that'd be silly. Master, the Master Chief Collection is the Wind Waker HD of Halo. You can play it. You can swap the graphics on the some of them. That's funny. I think it's only the first one. It's the first two. You can do it in two as well. Oh, okay. Oh, can you do it in two? Maybe I'm making that shit up. I don't know. I, don't know. I played the first mission of two and was like, wow, I'm not a Halo guy. Nah. Is anyone shocked? Is anyone shocked that I'm not a Halo guy? Because I feel like I'm no. not shocked. I you don't first... look like a Halo guy. I played the first four missions of the first one and then like the first two of the second. And I was like, I had more fun playing Mass Effect. I'll go back and play that. And then I didn't go back and play that either. I'm so good. I'm so great. <laughs> oh, baby. Way to go, Ethan. But no, the Master Chief Collection is available on Xbox One, Xbox Series, and on PC. And uh, even though it launched in the worst state ever, like it could have possibly they've, launched in. They've doctored it since They've then. patched it to the point where oh, it's now the best way to play all of those Halo games. So if you are a Halo connoisseur, go ahead and play them all. I think they even added Halo 5 Guardians in on the series like that on the PC or whatever. It's all weird. Master Chief Collection is a, it's a weird beast, but Halo 5 is also available everywhere. But who gives a shit about Halo 5? Did we lose Kane? Oh no, Kane's just no, very still. No, he's still there. <laughs> I just didn't have anything to say about Halo. Damn. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you have anything to say about PlayStation's incredible lineup of backwards compatibility, such as Jack yeah. and Ape Escape, only one and two? Well, I haven't played any of them on the playstation i think that kind of says what you need to know about playing the the backwards compatible games on there i know people play they're fine they're fine they're okay. not great the better yeah, the I, ps3 I, I know, pool, i'll give them that they, they i've work. heard from people that they work so like if you just want to play them right like the the anything that's available there available there uh yeah it works like a... so you know the head. only time I used their PS2 on PS4 thing when they initially started that was playing the Dark Cloud games, and they worked just fine, and I didn't see anything specifically wrong with them. And you know, I have played. That, that's a good one. I've I have played all four. Yeah. those stupid priced games for a physical version definitely. these days. Most no, it definitely is. I yeah, I played all the Jack games. They all ran fine. There was an initial bug when they first released Precursor Legacy, which I thought was hilarious, where there was one cutscene that just crashed everybody's game for no reason. Uh, so the game was unfinishable. Uh, if you wanted to, you could any percent it, but you because you needed it was a power cell cutscene, so you could not one hundred percent that game for a solid two and a half weeks after release until they patched it. It was great. Um. But hey there you go. They're fine. They do the job. Um, I think everybody thinks, because it's still the old emulator, and they haven't added any games. So everyone's, I think everyone's copium prediction was maybe they're making a better PS2 emulator, and that's why they haven't released any more games. Am I right, guys? You keep believing that. But um, it would be nice, because it doesn't have rewind like the PS1 does. Um, yeah. If I recall correctly, the Jack series source code also got leaked, and people have been making PC versions. Do you want to know a fun? The, here's the fun thing about that was the the Jack two and stuff started got got leaked years ago. A lot of stuff did, and the funny thing is, is the developer mode on Jack uh, one through three got like uh, found out the exact same month as the release on PS four. 
and i think that's really <laughs> funny because yeah. the first thing people did was go on the ps4 version and go okay does dev mode work yes it does and it did pop all the trophies and no the developers did not know the people who made the remaster did not know it existed so that was funny that's nice you they can get all the chat for dev mode on all the PS3 the and PS4 games by <laughs> on remasters by just going into dev mode and teleporting to the end of the game and giving yourself everything. So if you want to do that, you can. Nice. I didn't. I played them properly. <laughs> Maybe that was for the worst, to be honest. You know, you choose you. You choose you. I hate Jack too, so <laughs> it might be better to spawn everything in. Um Ape Escape is also there. Apescape one is on the PS5 emulator, the PS1 emulator, which is pretty good. Uh, although I played the PAL version when it was originally there, and that wasn't good. It runs at 24 FPS. It's cringe. The only good thing is, again... Cinematic, yeah. Yeah, just like like how Xenoblade is the English version of Kingdom Hearts, whereas Xenoblade has better voice acting, so does Ape Escape for PAL. That's also better. The they PS1 the voice actor, yes. Oh yeah, there's it's a all different British. English actor. They're all Pip Pip Damn. Cheerio in the English version. <laughs> Spike just has a better voice. The villain has a better voice in the PAL version. All the other voices are worse, but the villain has a better voice, and that's all that matters. Um, that's true. true. But yeah, they're fine. They do again. They do the job. Uh, Red Dead Revolver also it does the job. It's fine. You can do it. Uh, Hunter, Resident Evil. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, Resident Evil, um, as far as 4 and onwards, you've got the original versions of those available on all the modern things. So if you're upset that Resident Evil 4's remake changed things, you can go and play the old one and shut up. You can almost <laughs> play it everywhere. Like it's almost as a fucking available. I think it's even more available in Skyrim, it, to be honest. It is more available than Skyrim. I don't think you yeah. can play Skyrim on the Wii. Not yet. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you can play Skyrim on a refrigerator. Bet. but yeah it's a bit more uh if you wanted to play like the original versions of three and two and that's a bit more hard to pull off the first game's got the like the gamecube remake of that mm-hmm. there which is still pretty much the same thing code veronica also has a modern version it's it's weird it's kind of weird that two and three are just the ones missing from this equation but you know <laughs> you got the remakes that still do the job at least two does undisputably and we don't talk about people, three remake people are up threat by upset by three remake but you know if you don't know any better then you play it anyway <laughs> i don't know any better and the three make was perfectly fine yeah good for you kyle it was a good both were good video games yeah I didn't, two, three, it, and four been, remakes were all it had been really too long for me playing the third game in its original form to remember what the deal was anyway, so I was also unbothered by it. <laughs> hey, not all, that's oh, all yeah. that matters. Capcom in general is actually pretty good about bringing their stuff forward into things. Like, you mentioned Devil May Cry already. Oh, the Ace Attorney, Yeah, the Ace Attorney trilogy, the, the first half of that there, um, exists. Yeah, on modern systems. Hopefully like the rest of the series will come soon. Japanese developers are, pre- are pretty damn good at doing this for the most part. Again, you know, Square, at least as of recent with Pixel, and, you know, you can play 7 and 8 and 9 and 10 and 10 too. The only Everything ones you can't really play is 13. Trilogy. Don't worry, I can guarantee they are working the 13 on 13 Trilogy is probably coming soon. They're yeah. working it's on that, be. 100%. Um... It is available awesome. on Xbox, though, because it is available with the backwards compatibility. They did make that one. That is uh, one of the backwards compatibility. That is true. Titles, all three of them. Yeah. 
Um, also, uh, real quick, mm-hmm. um, Resident Evil 4 has seen 11 versions of it, while oh, Skyrim has seen 14 versions of it. 14? Four- right. Wow. right, hang on, hang on. 360, PS3, original PC, special edition on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PS5, Series X, the Nintendo Switch Deluxe Edition, where they redid it. Um, fucking hell. Wow. They've got that stupid anniversary edition, That's I what think I've is done. probably. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what the uh, extra for like the PS5 and the... That's why I've done the PS5 and Series X. Oh, Where okay. are we going? What, what are the other four? So this list is saying PC, 360, PS3, yeah. Skyrim Special Edition. Yeah, which was PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Along the way for 2016, yeah, PC, Xbox One, PS4, then yeah. Nintendo Switch in 2017, yeah. PSVR version in 2018. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Did I, don't tell me they count PSVR as well as PCVR as separate releases. Um, this one is only counting VR, uh, PlayStation VR. Okay. And lastly, Elder Scrolls V uh, Skyrim Anniversary Edition, yep. PC, Xbox Series X, Series yep. S, Xbox One, PS4, and PS5. That, right, that can fuck off. Series they're S not, and they're not, They were patches. <laughs> they were patches on PS4, Xbox One, and whatever. They can fuck that right off. Dickheads. Dude, are you disagreeing with GamingBible.com? I am. Fuck you, yes. GamingBible.com. <laughs> yeah. They're tied at best. That ain't my Bible. No, they're hell no. They're tied at best. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. I, I'll give them ten. I'll give them ten, bro. I'll give them ten. Well, this was also in... Um... That was written in 2021, so that was there has been no the new Resi Skyrim 4 version. remake came out. Yeah, yeah. So maybe so. Resi 4 is past it at this point. Well, Resi Who's 4 is what GameCube. But I don't know why we're counting as this fucking GameCube, Wii, GameCube. PS2, PS4, PS4, Xbox One, PS3 as well. PS3, PS4, Xbox One. Was it on Switch? Yeah, it's on yeah. Switch. It's on Oculus VR. Yeah. Uh, and then it would be the remake. So PS5, Series X, and S, uh, PS4, and uh, PC. Yeah, that'll be 14. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm miscounting. I think there are more versions of Resident Evil 4 than there are of Skyrim. Unless Perhaps. you count the stupid patches. If you count the stupid patches, go fuck yourself. They don't count. <laughs> they don't they don't anyway that's enough counting uh mirror's edge is a game all right yeah last game on the list that we had with mirror's edge i figured we'd at least throw in one pc game as kind of a, a reference there where it start. it's a 2007 game it got ported to other things um but you know steam still works and even though older steam games have weird graphic compatibility things that make them difficult to to play uh while doing things normally like <laughs> the way games release these days it's still a problem <laughs> <laughs> fair enough but like you if you click out at least like, according the to ea and jedi off, survivor stuff, stuff like that <laughs> but like if they function uh a dust force i think is a good example one i played recently is a 2012 game but um there's a community there that has a mod that if you install the dust force mod it works perfectly fine as you would expect it to. 
but um, if you don't, then you might have some issues. Uh, yeah, another thing with Mirror's Edge is it is available on Series X and S with backwards compatibility. And they also went out of the way for that one, which I like. It runs now at 4K, and it also runs at 60 FPS, so they doubled the frame rate and made it 4K. It's probably... On, well, if you play Mirror's Edge with keyboard and mouse, fucking psycho, get out of my house. But it's probably... <laughs> you play keyboard and mouse on your Xbox. Not with that game. You still shouldn't. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> but... Anyway, I do believe, in my personal opinion, you can call me what you want, I think that's probably the best way to play that game, is 4K 60fps on an Xbox. I think that's the best way to play it. Um, it's native as well, so it's like it's pretty good. Um, Mirror's Edge is a great game. If you have an Xbox, go play Mirror's Edge. It's pretty great. It's on Game Pass because it's part of EA's, whatever it's called, EA Play, I think, EA whatever play. it is. Yeah, it's good. I like that game. Catalyst was disappointed in me, and it made me sad because we're never going to get another Mirror's Edge ever again. Yeah. Thanks, EA. Very cool. Thanks, EA. But now, so, to conclude, did we ever this answer the question? This has been video games. This has been video games. <laughs> this has been video games. <laughs> to answer the question that we po- we posed at the start of this, what where do we draw the line on modern versus retro? And I think the answer is, you draw your own line, you know? what What is it to you? To me... We is old and poo, whereas PS3 still feels new. <laughs> That's my rhyme. Yeah. It's been a See time. See you guys next week. I bid you all adieu. <laughs> there we go. That's my poem, everybody. Oh, baby. That was, well, <laughs> giving Jack a yeah. run for his money. Uh, yeah. what, what can I say, dude? What can you I say? You guys both need to link up for the slam poetry session <laughs> or whatever. I, dude, I, he was Stay like... Stay tuned for April Fool's next year. Sharing his poem, and I Google, I was like, places in Scotland that have open mic poetry or something like that that was, like, super specific. And there was, like, eight websites that popped up and lists of, like, here's the times, and there's both... Maybe Scotland just has, like, a big poetry scene because there's open mic poetry everywhere. Yeah, but like understand. half of them, you know what? The, but you know what? Scotland's love Scotland to pieces. But you know, like half of them will just be like, okay, here's the slam poetry. This place is like they they'll just have like monarchy night where it's just them abusing the monarchy. <laughs> like to be fair, probably an epic time. Sign me up, right? But you know, it's just like it's just a whole night of just slamming the monarchy. And, you know, next night it's just like Margaret Thatcher night, just everybody slams. It's just like every <laughs> single time you just get, you know, I'd be up for it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong you with it. Yeah, the one night where it's just no matter what you're trying to say, you're going to get heckled. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that, that is every night, dude. Scottish independence every Thursday. you got to love it. Anyway. <laughs> um but now, in, in all seriousness, though, I do think that it is. It's there's not there's not a hard line. You just get it like to me, PS2 is retro. It just always will be. But it is. Yeah. It's like you say, Xenoblade to me feels retro-ish. But something like Uncharted, I could never say Uncharted one is retro yet, really, because Uncharted still... got its PS4 port and that like switched it from retro to not retro because it went from PS3 landlocked to being yeah, playable. The first one's still kind of old. It yeah. is kind of clunky. But like I say, I feel like a PS3 game with PS1 third person shooting. I feel like retro is unless it's like like say it's all like pixel kind of uh, graphics or anything like that, or is specifically like a old port. If they ever get a remaster or something like that, I do feel like it does give a new lease of life. Where now you look at these generations and it's like you know 
stuff isn't feeling as retro because people fine-tune them and top them up every couple of years. It's like Skyrim. Skyrim's an archaic video game. It felt old in 2011. They still keep yeah. fucking tuning it up to 4K and up, uh, re-uploaded it. You're like, eh, I'm never going to feel like Skyrim is old, especially when they're never going to make a sequel. Wow, that's sad. Wow. Thank you, Todd Howard. Maybe Starfield will come out this year. Maybe it won't. After Redfall, I feel that fucker's getting <laughs> delayed. That's just me, though. That's just a theory. Um, well, either either it is, or they're just gonna push it to its finish line anyway, and be like, we have to have something better. And then Phil Spencer's gonna year. go on a random podcast and go, listen, guys. I'm sorry. He's just, he's just sabotaging on purpose. It. He just he wants Activision that bad, he's just sabotaging games now to make them look bad. He's like, look, guys, we're third place, please give me Activision Blizzard. And they're still like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But no. Um, yeah, you guys decide. What? Where do you think we draw the line? I don't know. Why is it Uncharted 1 that's like feels old yet new at the same time? Who knows? Uh, anyway, I think... Even though we don't have an answer, I think it's been a fun conversation. Thank you, Kay. And at first, I doubted you on this topic. I didn't know what the fuck we were going to do, to doubted be honest. You for a whole hour. <laughs> I, doubt, I doubted you for a whole hour, to be honest. But after having this conversation, I think it was quite a fun one. So thank you. Uh, yeah. It's been good. Glad, uh, glad you had me. It is glad to have you. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we always like having you on, Kay. We, should, we always say we should do it more often. And then we never do, and we laugh, and we run away. Uh, see if we say that with every see, guest. See you for that Genshin Year Three review, Kay, and hope you keep playing. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We'll have you back sooner, I'm sure. But no, thank you for coming on, Kay. It's always a pleasure. I'll just, I, you just bring Brandon on this year for your Genshin video. <laughs> oh, we could. I, I will we do a Genshin video this point? This point, who knows? That's that's Kyle's out. Question. Kyle's out of Genshin. Kyle's yeah. Kyle's clean. Uh, he'll, at least he'll last time I checked. The, now he's looking. Good. Yeah. <laughs> if Kyle relapses for a third video, Ethan and I are going to be just sitting here. Being like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one of us gets. Wait, when is the year three? I might be away for that one. That might be a one I'm away. Oh, well, that's it? funny because I was away for the last one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we we'll just battle pass it every year. Just one of us has to show up, no matter who. Um, but no, um, oh, man. But no, it's been fun. I hope you guys have enjoyed this, whatever this conversation has been. It's been a fun one. I've enjoyed it. Um, uh, all links are on screen right now. And as always, go and check out Kane if you haven't. Uh, he streams on Twitch. Uh, he's on Twitter. He's everywhere. You can go and check him out. He's playing a load of games. What are you playing at the moment? I just beat Devil May Cry 3 this week. Oh, so. Nice. Good okay. video game. What you think? I don't... The gameplay was like... I had to have a game pack open to properly figure out how to beat some of the stuff because like it, it doesn't I, I tell you what to fair. do and like the the boss rush i like was ready to quit oh it's I, awful. I i thought you had to beat all the bosses in a row no you just have to make like a shape yeah and the... someone's like you only have to beat three and then i went and fought like the wrong bosses so many times that i ended up just having the easiest two bosses left and i was like i guess i'll be yeah. well <laughs> that's fine I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. Five game design, but the the cutscenes are incredible. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> uh, but now, man surfs on a rocket. Yes. <laughs> but now, if you like uh, your retro gaming and modern retro gaming, I guess go and check out Kane on Twitch. Uh, he streams a lot of stuff, and it'll be a good time. Uh, anyway, with all that out, I guess 
we're done. Next week, the world it's changes time. forever. It's the big one. <laughs> it's it. Zelda time. A generation-defining game releases. Will it be generation-defining in a good or bad way? We will find out. Um, it, it, it feels surreal to me that it's actually coming out next week. It doesn't... I do, it I still doesn't feel like it's about to it happen. It doesn't. I'm not, ex- <laughs> I'm not excited. and Not in like a bad way. Not in like I'm detested, but it's like... It doesn't feel it's like gonna, it's happening. It's going to hit me the day before. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be when I saw Paramore the other week where it's like, you know, it's been something in my head that's like, oh, well, it's going to happen eventually. And then you get to the actual day before or day that it's happening. And you're like, oh, wait, no, this is happening. Like, this is weird. I did not expect this to ever happen. Uh, but yeah, so Tears of the Kingdom will be live. Uh, that episode will be live next week around 12 p.m. Eastern on Monday. Um, yeah. We'll see what we'll have to... Will it be an hour? Will it be two? Who knows? I don't know. It depends how much me and Hunter get to play. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's been... We'll see. Hopefully it's good. If it's not, that'll be even funnier, to be honest. So we'll see. Could you imagine if it's bad? (laughs) I don't see a reality where it's bad. Oh, but Hunter, imagine the fantasy draft. Worst case scenario, it's going to look as good as Breath of the Wild. Which means yeah. it's already better than average Pokemon games. Dude, here's yeah. the thing. is Worst case scenario, it's going to do the exact same as Breath of the Wild, a.k.a. people will call it one of the best games ever made. And then about a year later, we'll all be going, okay, was it was it as good as Breath of the Wild? And then we'll have that discussion, and that'll be a completely different one. It'll be fun. We'll and see. It'll lead yeah. to the discussion of, is Breath of the Wild even that good? Yeah, you know, was that even good in all the first this, place? Dude? All this annoying video game chatter on the internet. <laughs> Actually, and then everyone hates Sword it for a few years. Way better than Breath of the Wild. People keep trying to make that happen to Breath of the Wild, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Skyward Sword's well, yeah. not better than Breath of the Wild. Because every time you get someone to say it's bad, there's always then the Japanese Twitter clip of Breath of the Wild shenanigans doing the craziest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, your favorite video game can't do this, idiot. (laughs) It is. It is crazy that it's here, though. It is one of those. It's like one of those decade kind of. It's. It's a. It's. I know. It's. It's been like six years. It's like one of those games in a ever decade where it's like. It's in that special kind of league where I'll I like I put like I put GTA six and like Persona six in that kind of league where it's like those are video games. Wait, one day we'll get. Hmm. Never next yeah. week. That's, it's never going to be next week. You know, King Cross Fourteen will live there as well. You know, never next week. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> Except Final Kingdom Hearts four will not be lived for a long time. Yeah, yeah. was the uh, far off distance. Hey, Rebirth can go live there too if it wants. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. It'll be here next week, next Monday. Be here. Uh, come hear us uh, talk about it. Yeah. And remember, review tomorrow for Jedi Survivor. Go and check that out. Thank you, yeah. Hunter, for doing it, because I did not have enough time to play that video game. I still haven't played it. Hey, I bought I'm it. I'm honestly surprised I beat it as quickly as I did. I was Dude, expecting to take longer on it. I'm proud of you, especially for all the trickery and the bugs and everything. It's been a it's been a weird one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm hey. proud of both of you. Y'all have been pumping out good reviews recently you can go check them yeah. all out yeah i think this is the like i think this is the most reviews we've done in like a month span it'll be five reviews in a month so yes. um i think that's where we capped out <laughs> last year was five reviews <laughs> we did it everybody <laughs> and we'll do it again in june street fighter final fantasy 16 crash team rumble 
And I know what you're thinking, guys. I'm getting Crash Team Rumble. Bagsy, unlucky guys. You got to play the shit games because I'm playing Crash Team Rumble. Game of yeah, the Century. Poor us. Yeah. poor us, Hunter. We got to play Game FF16. We got to go beat the shit out of each other in Street Fighter. CK, yeah, we've been talking about modern retro games. We're just going to be talking team. about games at one point, and it will only be Crash Team Rumble because that is the game <laughs> of the century. Mona Lisa the, the, the best thing about Crash time. Team Rumble is you know you're not going to be able to play it a few years afterwards because there's not going to be seven other people to play it with. Yes, and you think the servers will still be up, you silly boy? I mean, a couple months. I think within we're one getting year, two seasons and then a server shutdown notice. That's what we're getting, and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's I have a thirty-dollar game. I don't think they'll just do like a full shutdown. I have a feeling, hear me out, from oh, what I played, from what I've played, I think the servers are peer-to-peer, and I think it won't go down, because the servers are peer-to-peer. I feel like it's going to be a minimal thing, <laughs> but you know. Anyway, I just want to play Crash Team Rumble and review Crash Team Rumble, because when I look at the other games that are on that month, like Street Fighter and Final Fantasy Sixteen, those sound like effort. Final Fantasy Sixteen sounds like an <laughs> effort of a review. Xenoblade fucking killed me, and that was a mini- RPG. That was supposed <laughs> to be the small boy. Anyway, that's enough inside baseball. We're done. Thank you ever so much for listening to last watching this week. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, thank you, Kane, for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back next week for Big Zelda Energy. Uh, but until then, uh, have an awesome week. Good luck waiting for Zelda, I guess. It's going to be a long one. But hey, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo. Farewell. I like it. That's good.